Alright. Welcome to another episode of The Dangerous Truth. Well, today I'm going to talk about this is basically the biggest pivotal moment that we're going to face going forward. As we can see that uh, England is starting to give people the jab. And uh, from what I understand, some old hag took it on TV, which probably was just some water they gave to her. And uh, they approved the vaccine before the United States did, so it's coming here. And uh, it's just one of those things to where, which way are you going to go? Are you going to voluntarily step into the system, or are you going to make them force you into the system because I'm going to make them force me into the system and then once they push hard enough and that's when they'll get blowback but uh, as you can see things are moving in the direction that I kind of been mentioning for a while and like I said I'm not the utmost authority on any of this stuff but uh, the thing that I can honestly see happening is I don't watch mainstream TV, but every now and then I will turn it on for just a minute or two because I can only take it in probably about 60 seconds, sometimes 15, 20 seconds at the most. And after that, I got to check out because it's just, it's just too much sometimes. Sometimes it's just too much and I can't, I can't do it. But uh, they did one of their little fake polls and they said 40% of people don't trust the vaccine. And that's right along the line of what I was talking about that I thought, I mean, pretty close. I think that 40% are going to run to the vaccine, run. And then you're going to have another 10 or 15% of people that are going to be goaded into taking it, like whether it's your employer or your state or you're, you're forced to take it you know, for a number of reasons to, to operate in a form of some kind of normality. And then there's going to be that other 40% just hanging back, not doing it. And then they'll, they'll get a couple, they'll scare a couple of them people into it. But my point is, is I believe that once all these idiots take the jab, that literally, I believe that out of the people that take the jab, I really think 15% are literally just going to fall and die. And I think that the rest are probably going to get sick. But the ones that fall over and die, we will have a true <clears throat> epidemic. But it's not going to be the epidemic of a fake virus that doesn't exist. It's going to be the epidemic from the jab. And then the headlines on the fake media is going to be that the COVID-19 has transformed or evolved into a super virus and now the vaccine can't can't uh, eliminate it and that it's evolved into some super bug and then that's when they'll probably do a super lockdown and you'll literally have to have some kind of immunity pass or some kind of paper to basically be out and about in the in the wild unless you're going to you know Walmart because you can't get the corona hoax at Walmart you can only get them at the little mom-and-pop shops just kind of like when you go into a restaurant 
you can't get it at your table, but you can get it going to your table or going to the restroom. So, like I said, this is a big pivotal moment. And what people choose to do is what's going to drive the narrative because our only way out is if we get enough people to resist this. And I've kind of been waffling back and forth and wondering. At first, I thought we had zero chance because people are so stupid. I mean, people, it's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable amount of stupidity in the world that, Honest, I can honestly say with full confidence that I believe that there's no more than 10% of the human population has any clue what's going on. I say about 90% of the human race has no idea and is just so ignorant or voluntarily stupid. And that's how you get a pandemic and a hoax to work so well. And they know it. And like I said before, you could tell they're getting real sloppy because I believe they're behind the eight ball on their timetable. Yeah, they they have a timetable when they want to get things done. But I believe they're behind the eight ball and that's why they're pushing so hard because they've already determined that they want to accomplish a certain goal by a certain time and they're behind schedule. So they're just forcing it through because... And it's quite, it's almost like when you're awake and you wake up and you think you live in a cartoon world because, to me, I knew from day one that th that this thing was 100% fake. And I knew what their end goal was. I, say, I was screaming at the rooftops, off the rooftops, when this thing came out saying they want to vaccinate everybody. They want to give everybody digital currency. They're going to eliminate the middle class. It's only going to be the super rich and the poor. There's not going to be anything in the middle. And then once the thing kicked into gear, I kept saying, I wonder what they're going to do. I wonder how much of their goals they're going to be able to accomplish because the citizenry is so stupid and voluntarily giving away every single bit of freedom that they have and liberty and just giving it away. Because if one would just turn off the television and just live their life without television, you would not even know anything's going on until you go up to like a Walmart or a grocery store and you see the people walking around in the face diapers. So, with that being said, we've also seen, seen more talk about the Lucerase and the nano nanotechnology, the nano gel that's that's coming that's going to interact with your chip and your vaccine it all comes together with the little the little tattoo that I it's not a tattoo it's like the little band-aid thing I was describing a while back that has teeth and you just stick it to your skin and it's got the vaccine in the teeth and you can basically just update your vaccine I'm sure so all these things are coming together and we're going to see how far people are willing to go in the name of security because they didn't learn from 9-11 and the big hoax that some guy in a cave 
that can't even afford a pair of shoes that walks around in sandals took down two buildings in the United States with a couple guys with box knives on an airplane. So they didn't learn through that. So that's how you get this. And also with the card that they're sending out, supposedly they're sending out a card with, I believe it's like a postcard to where they send to everybody. It's supposed to be your vaccination, vaccination record, which is quite rich to be. It's almost like a mockery, which all of this stuff is, all of this thing is, is a mockery and a ritual. Because I've already explained that and we'll get back to that in a second. But with the postcard, they're going to send it to you. And I don't know how it's going to work because I don't know if they're going to have special ink or what they're going to do because anybody can forge one of those. So that's that's kind of a just a just a joke because mine's going straight in the trash or it's going to get burned anyways because I'm not I'm not registering. I'm not doing none of it. I'm not doing it. But just like I, I'll go back to the rituals and the mockery with everything. Even the English language is so bastardized that what we think we're saying doesn't mean what it we are we were taught that it means because it's it's a runoff of Latin and it's a bastardized language. So in other words, we're walking around in their eyes. When I mean there, I mean the Jesuit order and the the controllers we're walking around putting spells on people and doing rituals because we're not saying what we think we're saying we're saying other things and that's why the English language was created it's a it's a version of like a coding and ritual and the spell binding words to in their eyes because through their eyes everything is spiritual and I believe there's a form of spirituality, but it has nothing to do with a Christ character or anything of the Bible of any sorts. And I got to be honest with you, if you're one of the people that are hugging to that Bible and you really think that Christ character is going to come and save you, maybe you ought to wake your ass up and do a little bit of research. I uh, I found a, a guy that's pretty good on, the, on YouTube. His name is Zachary Hubbard. I think his... His page is called, um, hang on here, let me pull it up because I, I had it up. It's called, uh, it's called, uh, Gematria Effect News. Gematria Effect News. If you listen to this guy, he's, I haven't really been in Gematria numbers because it's just, it's too much to me because, and it plays a big role on being able to decode. And the way he does it, he, you could probably get some gains on it too because he predicted, you know, years ago that the Mets were going to go to the World Series when they played the Royals and Big Underdog. And he also predicted just a couple of days ago that the Steelers were going to lose because of the rituals that are done through numbers. And I've also said that I'm not too good with the numbers because I wasn't involved with the numbers. My thing is I want... I know that the Jesuits run everything and they use symbols symbols run the world symbols and numbers because when you talk about language there's so many languages in the world and not everybody can speak the same language and not only that the translation from one language to another can be a different 
a different interpretation depending upon who's interpreting and in, in the context of what you're saying but somebody you can be in a group of a room of people that speak nine different languages if they all know the signs and symbols as soon as you show them everybody's going to understand them and that's how they operate they operate under signs symbols and numbers which basically the alphabet alphabet is just numbers and I'm not good at explaining it so I'm not going to try it but you get the point of all the coding the mockery rituals and just just all right there in your face as we go through in the year 2020 and they're telling you that if you don't have 2020 vision and you don't have your ass awake it's gonna be your downfall and I've been saying and I've been saying for a long time since day one the two number one the two rules of this truth and I'll go through it one more time the number one rule when you're in this truth without a doubt I don't care what nobody says anybody that's been speaking truth for 30 50 70 90 a thousand years to be in this truth to get the big picture now you're not gonna know everything but to get the big picture you gotta check your emotions and that's why I keep saying anybody that's a Christian anybody believes in the Bible anybody that's of any religion that believes in any Savior will never get the big picture you'll never get it because you're too emotionally tied to your Savior thinking that Christ Muhammad or such and such is gonna save you because it's not they're not they're they don't exist they never have they were put there they were written written into place by the Jesuit order which back in the day was the Knights of Templar which basically created all the religions except for like Hindu and Egyptian worship but even Egyptian worship and Hindu back in the day the people knew that the best way to control somebody was through religion because if you kept telling people that, that you're living for your afterlife and that's the whole point of religion the whole point of religion is you're on trial for your afterlife what you do now will be dependent on what you get later on either you're gonna go to a fiery pit or you're gonna get uh, roads made out of gold and mansions and 75 virgins <laughs> so that's the means of control and the people they couldn't get into the religion as a means of control they use fear tactics oh you're gonna get sick uh, there's terrorism we need to take your freedom such and such terrorist attacks false flags wars rumors of wars hunger just you know all of it it all funnels down to the same system of just taking your taking your freedom away and promising to give you give it back to you if you will just do it their way which they would never give it back to you once they take it they never give it back but they use scare tactics and other means to achieve the goal of clamping down and basically sticking you into a, a mind and physical prison and that's another mistake that people make is that you're really not free because if you have a job for example if you have a job you pay taxes I'm all down for paying taxes for a little bit but I'm not down for paying 35 or 40 percent of my taxes 
That's not that's not paying your fair share. That's called theft. And that's called basically being in prison. Because that's basically saying you're allowed to hold a little bit, but we're going to take our share because this is what we're entitled to because you're in our system. And then the people that are poor have to rely on government, i.e. family members, etc. So you're still into a prison system. And then literally the people that are in prison. But the people that are in prison, some would say have it better because they don't have to work for their food. They have a place to sleep. So, yeah, this is just me going on a little rant with the stuff that's going on and the means that people use that the means that the Jesuit order uses to control, manipulate and basically dominate the citizenry and it's it's copy and paste it's repeat, repeat it's nothing new that they're doing nothing new under the sun that they've done it's just basically like Christmas it's, it's always going to be presents but they're going to be wrapped up in different wrapping paper and there might be different color or ornaments on the Christmas tree. So we're going to see what they're going to do. And I'm, I'm going to. I don't really usually put numbers to things. Or anything to guess what I'm going to say. But I'm going to say that. Through all this. The Thanksgiving. The Christmas and the New Year's. Once the New Year's comes around. Probably mid-January. Second or third week in January. Depending on what do they do with the shit show with this fake election and who they basically install in the back in the White House I can see them trying to do another lockdown but I don't believe that I honestly don't believe they can do a nationwide lockdown they can't do a nationwide mask order but you'll just see see basically pressure be put on these governors mayors and other you know, meat socks that the Jesuits have in place. And like I said before, it's my belief that I don't think they own 100% of the country. They own enough to get what they need done. Like they own California, New York. I, I know they own Texas. They, I mean, they own like Washington. They own Oregon, probably New Mexico, Arizona. But places like Missouri, Mississippi, Arkansas, you know, Alabama, Tennessee. There might be a few states here that aren't quite owned, but they they could be put pressure onto to make them lean one way or the other. So they will get their goal accomplished, but it just it just depends on if we're gonna let it happen now. Or we're just going to push it and make them delay it. And the only thing we can really do is just not comply. Like somebody would say, civil disobedience is what the what the what the conservators would say. But there's so many moving parts to everything that's going on right now. And if you're paying attention to mainstream media or conservator news or you know or you know, politics or anything like that, 
it's going to derail you. The only way you can get into politics or watch television or anything like that is if you're already in the know and you know that they're full of shit and you can debunk what they're saying. Because, of course, I can't pick up physical evidence and debunk the mainstream media. Nor can they take physical evidence and, and prove a point. Because they never use evidence to prove anything on the news. They're basically the utmost authority because they're on television. So, if they're on television, it's got to be real. And who would have thought? I bet when the Jesuits, like I say... A lot of people, will, a lot of people in this truth will tell you, "Oh, they knew what they was doing. They, they, they don't ever mess up, and this and that." And I don't believe that for one bit. I honestly believe these guys, what they do is they throw shit on the wall, and if it sticks, they run with it. And if it doesn't, they come back with it another time. Of course, they're smart in their own means because they know how to play on people's emotions and accomplish their goal thirty ways a Sunday. So that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like this Corona hoax thing. And the only reason why it took off the way it did is because the people let them put them in the lockdown. Once people didn't hit the streets whenever they tried to do that lockdown, man, it was over. Because then they did the lockdown and then they did the face diapers. So now they got people running around scared, really thinking this shit's real. When in reality, I've already said many times... And I was watching something the other day when somebody said that viruses aren't real and trying to tell me to read a book about somebody. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, dude, I, I've known viruses weren't real for a long time. I'm the only person I've ever heard say that. And I've said it, I think, in a couple of my past podcasts that viruses do not exist. The word virus itself is just, to me, a scare tactic. Because when you hear the word virus, it's definitely more scary than hearing the word bacteria. Or bacterial infection. And they even tell you a virus is a dead thing, right? So how can you catch something that's dead? It's not like picking up a dead carcass and getting bacteria on you and getting sick. So the virus itself, when it first started, they had people wiping their fucking boxes down on their shit and leaving it outside trying to say leave it out there for a few days. What are you, why are you waiting for something that's already dead to die again or go away? That just shows you how stupid fucking people were. And then they say, oh, well, you don't need to do that. Well, that's clear and obvious because if the, if the virus is real and it is what they say it is, everybody would get it and everybody would fucking die. That includes them and all their puppets. They wouldn't be able to contain it. They would not be able to contain it. So that's why they don't put out that kind of shit. And you know the way they would ever put out a big virus like that is if they had the cure for it. And they've got cures for cancer and everything, but <laughs> they don't have cures for these viruses that they create because it's basically a synthetic fucking shit. And they haven't had enough time to study it to, to be able to find immunity or find a cure to eradicate or to eliminate it. So there's just so many ways to debunk it. It's just like I said, I don't have the physical damn physical evidence or be able to write numbers on a fucking chalkboard like a so-called scientist. So that's why a lot of people, when you talk to them like this, they look at you like you're crazy and call you dumb. When in reality, the people that believe this shit are the dumbest motherfuckers on the planet and they're the reason why we gotta go through this shit. 
So that's like what I say when I say that you can't get emotionally involved or be anything with any of this stuff. There comes a point in time where you just basically have to be, I'll, I'll just quite be frank, a jerk. And just don't have any emotions when you're talking about this stuff. Because once you start letting emotions enter into the equations, especially if you're trying to wake somebody up, it's not going to work. And once you get to the point where I'm at, like I said, I don't know everything. But there's not one person on the planet that can use my emotions to coerce me into doing something. I've gotten to the state now to where you cannot use my emotions or try to be emotional with me for me to be irrational and make a decision. And if people were more like that, the world would be a different place. And that's what they prey on. And that's a lot of people's biggest, biggest downfall. Their biggest weakness. So, these things I say are not, not golden rules or anything. Like I say, every time I come on here, I come on here. And when you hear me, I just want you to ask questions. If you... If you come on here and you listen to me and you think I'm full of shit, that might be in your eyes. But maybe after you hear what I say and open your eyes to what's going on around in the world and see what's going on in your own life, maybe you'll just ask some questions and start researching. And on another side note, I did recommend, it kind of hurts for me to say this, but I did recommend somebody named Johnny Cerucci that I listened to. He was the one that gave me my Jesuit red pill. And and I've been kind of leaning this way for a little while slowly, but I kept giving him chances. And I don't know what goes on in people's personal life. But uh, this guy was really inspirational for me on waking up and what the world was that we live in. That everything I believed was a lie. But he goes across the golden rule of what I've been saying. That you can't let emotions get in your way. Because what he's got going on right now. He's letting emotions take him over. He's letting emotions get the best of him. Because first of all he does believe in that Christ character. And that's why I turn him off a lot. I don't mind if somebody goes into a one or two minute spiel. About their savior or their fake fucking God or whatever. But if you're trying to. Explain truth and you want to get my attention. If you go more than two minutes on a tirade about that Jesus character, I'm out. I check out. And now he's on this spiel to where he's bitching and moaning because he's had his second YouTube channel ripped down. And he just don't want to go through the hassle of creating another Gmail account to build up clout. Because his first channel he had had a couple thousand subscribers. Because people in this truth, as you can tell... My podcast gets maybe, I got the highest podcast I got, it's got 20 views. That's how popular I am. So, telling the truth is not popular. So, if you ever want to get into this and think that you're going to get clicks and likes, it ain't going to happen. Because, as to my knowledge, I am the only person that I know that has their YouTube channel erased without posting 
or uploading one video. I had never uploaded one video to my YouTube channel. I just created an account so I could watch videos and save some videos and subscribe to people. But about a month ago, I had my YouTube channel ripped down. No strike, no warning, nothing, just erased. Then I got an email saying that my my thing was eliminated for for uh, inciting violence and uh, using hate speech, which not once have I ever ever incited violence. Because there's no point of that, first of all, and I don't believe in that keyboard warrior bullshit. And as far as hate speech. I'll be honest with you, yeah, I maybe called somebody a faggot once or twice. Or told them they were full of shit. But, other than that, it didn't go much further than that. So that goes to tell you, I am on their radar. I am a nobody, but I'm still on their radar. And I constantly get my comments just erased. Anytime I comment and it has the word Catholic in it, nine times out of ten it gets... It gets erased after about five seconds. Like it's almost like they have an algorithm for my name and what I say. So. Like I say. We're in the time of. I just wanted to get some of this stuff out. And there's just too much to basically put. All of what's going on in the podcast 30 or 40 minutes. I spit a little bit here and there. And what I want to do is I just want people asking questions and I want people going and researching the things that I say. Or people just hearing what I say and saying, damn. That is what I see and I can't believe I see it. Because you'd be surprised how many people don't even see what's going on right in front of their eyes because they've been stuck in a world of being hypnotized. Because you don't know how effective fluoride and mk ultra is and do you quit taking it and subduing yourself to it because even the jesuits probably sit back and don't didn't even think that the amount of fluoride consumption and mk ultra would would have gotten them to the position they've gotten into and i say mk ultra because it don't have to be torture like military style mk ultra modern mk ultra can be achieved through the television, through your smartphone, computer, video games, all of it, all of it. So, you know, like I said, this is just my little spot to come to and kind of air out and maybe pass a little bit of knowledge to somebody. Because I don't know much, but I tell you, I ain't stupid. And I ain't falling for this shit. So, with that, I hope somebody, some of you got something out of this. And like I said, maybe one day somebody will just question what I'm saying and start researching and realize that I'm not here to bullshit nobody. I'm not here to lie. It's not worth taking time out of my day to try and push somebody in a direction of just failure and waste. So... We'll see what happens coming up. All we know is... Just remember, all the roads lead to Rome. That's what it is. If all else fails, all roads lead to Rome. So until next time.